Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you and praise you for this day. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to come together, Father, to worship you, to fellowship you, to fellowship with each other. Father, we pray now that everything done and said today will be to the upbuilding of your kingdom. In Jesus' most precious name, amen. Is my microphone on? Okay, good. I couldn't remember if I cut it on or not. So <clears throat> this lady had failed her written part of her driving license test four times. And every time she got to the last question, and she had to get it right or she failed. So she's there in her and on the fifth time, and she, she stops at the last question, and she goes to the instructor, and she says, okay, I have a problem. This question says that if you're riding down the road at 55 miles an hour, there is a wall on your right and a cliff on your left, an old man and a young man are both walking in the road. What do you hit? She said, I have answered cliff, wall, old man, and young man, yet I get it wrong every time. I don't understand. There's nothing else to hit. And he said, how about the brakes? <clears throat> Crystal approved it. <clears throat> All right, so... Um, Weird title. It's okay. Um, and, 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 and we'll go all the way around it, I hope. But the, the title is, is Fear Comes by Hearing Too. Right? Y'all know that the faith comes by hearing. Well, fear also comes by hearing. So what changes from fear to faith, right? It, 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 what do we allow to enter into us to create this personality that you have right R riley was having a conversation yesterday and it, it's my kid is different but she 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 is she she don't like different or special she she thinks of things that i don't think about she wanted she was talking yesterday about whether or not all foods taste the same to everybody you just had a different opinion of it right did did, did, did bananas taste like bananas to everybody because to me, bananas, when they touch my tongue, make me want to gag and puke because I can't stand the taste of a banana. Right? But some of y'all eat banana pudding like in a whole tub, right, with a big spoon. So, so what changes? It's a, it's a perception, right? It, 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 it's how you are built. How did you, God design you? Because for me, if it was like, you know, rice and peas and bananas, I would be 100 pounds lighter. Because I ain't eat none of it. And some of y'all eat rice in every way possible or, or banana pudding or whatever. So what makes us different, a lot of times it's how we're brought up and raised, right? But what, what, our, what makes our personality different, a lot of times, is what we listen to. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not, this is not a sermon bashing what kind of music you listen to. I listen to the, everything on the genre. Every, everything. I listen to everything. I, I'm not real big in heavy metal. I can't hardly palate that. But from gangster rap to Frank Sinatra to bluegrass to old country to modern Christian to old Christian to southern blues to rock, what, I listen to everything, right? So I'm not bashing what you're listening to in music, although we should be mindful of what your music says. And, 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 but I'm, what are you listening to? What are the people around you talking about? What are the people that you live with talking about? What are the people that you watch on whatever app that you watch people on, whether it's TikTok or, or Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, or, or if it's actually a TV, you know, those people talk to you too. What are you listening to? Because here's the thing, anything that sets itself up against what the Word of God says 
It's not good for you. It's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for your spirit man. And what it does is, is it builds an animal that works against God. So, so y- y'all have heard this old um, parable, right, that you have two pieces of you, and whichever part you feed the most, it gets bigger and stronger, right? Faith and fear. Y'all seen that? It's an old cartoon. So what are you feeding are you feeding your fear that the world's going to come to an end and all this craziness is going on and, and this inflation and all this stuff? Or are you, are you feeding into that God supplies my needs through his riches and glory, that he'll never leave me, he'll never forsake me? That, and I'm going to just tell you, the end of the world doesn't sound all that bad. We get to go be with Jesus. I mean, that ain't that terrible. I don't want to see all the stuff, but I'd rather just be out. So what are you feeding? What are you putting into yourself? What are you creating? And who are you listening to? See, I'm going to tell you, I made this statement yesterday. I would rather be hated for telling the truth than to be loved for lying. And there are a lot of people that you listen to that are lying through their teeth, and people think they are super fantastic, wonderful, and great. And some people you know are abrasive, and they're arrogant or cocky or annoying or whatever word you want to come up with. But I promise you, most of the time, them people is telling you the truth. Now, there are those special folks, right, who can tell you the truth and be really nice about it, too. I ain't figured out how to do that yet. That is one of my lifelong goals, to be able to tell you the truth, to say that the baby is ugly, and do it in the loving, kindest way possible. I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, remember Granddaddy used to say that? He, he used to, he couldn't stand if a new baby, somebody got a newborn baby and say, well, ain't they beautiful? Mm, nope, they not all that much. Newborn babies aren't that pretty. Unless they're yours and then they're the best thing ever, right? And you put pictures of them everywhere. So what are you feeding on the inside of you creates who you are. And the people around you create who you are, right? So <clears throat> that, that, that's, the, that's the intro. Hopefully it didn't take too long. I, 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 want to, um, I want to start in Proverbs. And most of the time when you read Proverbs, it's just a verse. But I want to read a couple of verses in Proverbs. Uh, uh, Proverbs chapter 4 in verse 20 and it says my son pay attention to what I say and do not hear do not turn your ears from my words do not let them out of your sight keep them within your heart for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body and above all else guard your heart for everything you do flows from it Everything you do flows, right? The Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? So what you have on the inside of you creates what you look like on the outside of you. So if we feed fear constantly, if we live in fear, if we we around people who talk about fear and anxiety and dread, then we have a whole lot of that, right? It's it's your environment kind of, you know, helps mold you into the person you are but if you live in faith and love and god's word then you should look more like that than in the fear right i mean our inside was that old song jesus on the inside working on the outside oh what a change in my wife i think is what stephen used to say stephen's over there you're in the wrong side you can get back over here where you belong Oh, what, it changes me. What's on the inside of me changes me. What goes in my eyes, ears, nose, mouth changes me. And what I hear develops who I am. 
I promise you, if you're around somebody constantly telling you can't do, you are not good enough, you won't do it, you can't do it, you, you, you just make up the decision that you can't do it. Now, I'm going to mess up the, the numbers because I, I don't know the, I can't remember the exact numbers, but I remember the example well. I think they say that a, like an adult flea can jump like 24 inches straight up. You know, I, think, I think it's 24 inches, but an adult flea can jump 24 inches. And if they take them and they put them in a jar that's 10 inches tall, almost instantly they start jumping only 10 inches. And then if you allow them to have, or in a container, and if you allow those fleas to have children, or new fleas, or I don't know what's baby fleas called, little fleas, they are developed knowing they can only jump 10 inches. Now physically they can jump 24 inches, but because of their environment, they have been suppressed down to believe that they can only jump 10 inches. See, when your environment around you convinces you that you're not enough, you're not good enough, you can't. You can't. It's impossible. There is no impossible with God. So what happens is, is, is God's word is the equalizer. Because you can be in the worst environment possible, and if you will lay a hold to the beginning of this Scripture that I just read, to pay attention to what I say and turn your ears to my words and do not let them out of your sight and keep them within your heart. For they are the life to those who find them. It's not the life of everybody. Everybody doesn't get to live in the glory of God to be a son or daughter of Christ. We, we, not everybody it's only to those who find them. All right, turn with me to um, Matthew. Um, Matthew chapter 13 and verse 16. Now, now just I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to get you where we are. So Jesus just told the parable of the sower, right? That he went out to sow and there were different kinds of ground, right? So this is down in there. This is in the same conversation. He is pushed to the side now. He is explaining this to his disciples, the ones who really want to know the truth and, and be part of the truth. Um, verse 16, But blessed are the eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. For truly I tell you, many prophets and righteous people have longed to see what you see, him, but did not. And to hear what you hear, me speaking, and did not. So verse 18, listen to what the parable of the sower means. So he's explaining it to them. When anyone hears a message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches it away, what was sown in their hearts. This seed was sown along the path. Verse 20, the seed falling around the rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy, but since they do not have root, they will only last for a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. 22, the seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But it is the seed falling on good soil that refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces the crop yielding 160 or 30 times what was sold, sown. So did everybody hear the same message? Was everybody sown the same seed? 
right? Everybody was sown the same seed. It's only for the ones who can hear it, who can understand it, who will dwell in it, who will meditate on it, who will put it in their heart, who will lock it away, who will never let it out of their sight. And what I've been talking about the most is, oh, where is it at? Uh, verse 22, but the worries of this life. How can we get to a place to where things that are going on around us in this life when we know the whole story, we know the whole story, we know how it ends. How can we let worries that are happening in this life affect us when we know that we serve a resurrected king? And when we know that we have been redeemed from the curse, when we know we have been set aside, that when we know he will never leave us and never forsake us, how can we let worry, fear, anxiety, and dread set in when we know we win? How can you be upset when you know the outcome? It's like going back and watching a football game to when you know the score. Then I'm not worried about whether or not we get the next first down or not because I know we win. I'm not worried about what happens next because I know we win. Yet we allow things to affect us, attack us, bombard us, around us to bring in fear, to bring in anxiety. To start to change our personality. Instead of being a light into the world, we, we're a little flicker. Instead of being faith-filled Christians, knowing God's Word, and it's on the tip of our tongue, that we're buried into the thing that where I've called everybody, I've talked to everybody, I've been to see everybody, I went to check with the psychic, I read my horoscope, I've done everything else, I guess I should pray about it. I mean, I'm not saying y'all, but I'm saying there are people I listen to the dummies talk. I've done everything else. You reckon you can pray for me? Maybe we should pray first. You wouldn't have had to done all that other stuff. We let fear of what's going on in this world, stuff that are, is, the Bible says that is temporal or temporary, affect who we are long term. <clears throat> you know, sometimes the enemy doesn't really have to. To, to provoke us and attack us. Sometimes the enemy just needs to distract us, right? You ever been distracted? You've been in a position where, man, I'm doing pretty good, and I'm reading my Bible fairly well, and I'm kind of developing a little bit as a Christian, and I'm getting slightly better, and I'm almost ready to witness, and I'm working on my testimony, and I, I may be doing a study, and then something happens, a kid gets sick, or something goes on at work, or car wreck or you know big test or you know had to work a couple hours overtime and you get out of that habit just a little bit i'm not talking about like oh you know hurricane hugo hit and all the trees were laid down over the yard and and it was terrible and we didn't have power for two weeks and we had to walk the town both ways uphill in the snow although it was a thousand degrees with the mosquitoes and no air conditioning and no food i mean y'all remember that right I mean, I still have a vivid memory of Mr. Bobby standing up there on the, on the video by the town hall talking to the people, right? I mean, I remember getting to Billy Weatherford's house and thinking, oh, Lord, we won't see Tim before too long. I mean, you know, we cut ourselves out. I mean, that just happened last week, right? 33 years ago last week. But, I mean, it was this week. I'm not talking about one of those earth-changing events that you remember forever. 
I'm talking about what happens if it just tweaks it a little bit. Did just something happens. Then I'm trying to be faithful. I'm trying to, to develop. I'm trying to study my Bible. I'm trying to renew my word, renew my mind. I'm trying to <clears throat> not live in fear. I'm trying to listen to enough that my faith is growing stronger. But, you know, my kid's been sick and the dog died and, you know, I had a flat tire. And does any of those things that happen on your daily life, does any of that come anywhere close to being able to separate you from doing what you're supposed to do for God? I mean, not even Hugo, right? I mean, think about Paul strapped and chained to the wall, writing the Gospels, I mean, writing the epistles, right? You think he had enough stuff to be distracted about? I mean, I ain't never seen none of y'all in jail. Maybe y'all was in jail and I don't know about it. If you are in jail, call me. I'll come visit you. But, but I mean, I mean you, you, I'm, not, I'm not talking about, you know, stuff is crazy. I'm talking about just a little bit. What does it take us to lose our focus and let fear creep in? It doesn't take a lot. <clears throat> And in, in, in what's, in what's so crazy is we can be going through life and doing our best and trying hard and getting everything good, and then something happened, and for the next 24, 48, wait a minute, in my world, if something happens, for the next 24, 48 hours, it's absolute turmoil, chaos, and disaster. It is scorched earth and, and debris. It looks like Beirut in the 80s. I mean, it is terrible. And then I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What, what happened? We got away from what we were supposed to be doing because of what? No. See, fear comes in when you take your faith off of God. When, 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 when faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, like it says in Romans, the faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Fear comes by hearing and listening to the enemy. That's how fear comes. And fear can come in little packages or big packages or anything in between. And if you will listen to it for just a second... You can have it. All right, so, but what should we be? Oh, I guess I need to open my book. I ain't even, man, falling down on the job. Same story, different gospel. Just adds to what he just got finished saying. Uh, the gospel according to Mark, chapter 4, verse 24. So he just got finished saying all of that stuff, right? The, the, the same breakdown he had in Matthew, but in Mark, on verse 24, it says, Consider carefully what you hear. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you even more. So we got to be really careful of what we hear. If stuff enters us by hearing, whether it's faith or fear, enters us by hearing, we have to be really careful of what we hear. And, and, and look, look, man, in, in this time in, in real life when Jesus was standing here talking to those people, when he was saying you got to be careful of what you hear, what exactly were they listening to? I mean, I mean, there was no mass communication, right? There was no, no social media. There was no nothing. I mean, there were, there were 
people that walked around and talked to people, like, you know, think if you had to walk to the IGA and back, maybe you found a buddy who would walk down the road with you. I mean, that would be, but that's all, I mean, they went and fetched water, and then they got food, and then they did their job. I mean, they didn't have like a TV, you know, they didn't even turn on the 245. I mean, when we had Hugo, it was just 245, right? You could click it. You didn't want to stop on three because that's where the VCR plugged in, right? But it was 245. That was all you got. My kids don't even know that TVs used to have, like you could turn the channel on it. There was no 245. There was no nothing. There was no radio. There was no television. There's no internet. There's no music. There's no nothing. Be careful of what you hear. That means don't go listen to old Fred over there by the well because he's going to tell you about something that you ain't supposed to hear. I don't know. Well, what were they worried about? See, this is ever present. The Bible says that Jesus was the same yesterday, today, and forever. But, but be careful what you hear talking to the disciples. I mean, they could have heard a false prophet maybe, or they could have listened to some other folks talk, talk bad about Jesus, or they could have went in a meeting and somebody was saying something bad. But, but, but really, if you are concerned over to be careful of what you hear, we are in the be careful of what you hear. We are in that. We live in that. Now, they ain't persecuting us, they ain't tying us to the wall, they ain't beating us, you know, they're not, nobody's busted down the door to tell us we couldn't have church this morning. Maybe if we did a better job, maybe we could provoke some of those folks to show up and do some miracles or some whatever I'm working on, we're going we to get there. But be careful what you hear, that's you, that's us. We have to be careful of what we hear. Why? Because what we hear goes into our person and creates us. It creates who we are. It develops us. It starts to build us on the inside of us. Oh, man. Um, Psalms. 56. Did I write down 56? Yes. Um, this is from David. Let, we'll read verse 1 and, and down to 4 or 5. Be merciful to me, my God, for my enemies are in hot pursuit. You know, like old, um, um, the sheriff on Dukes of Hazard. He was in hot pursuit all the time. My, my, my enemies are like the hot pursuit. All the day long they press their attack. My adversaries pursue me all day long, and in their pride many things are attacking me. For when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. For in God, whose word I praise, in God I trust, and I am not afraid. When we are faced with stuff that is attacking us, I mean, y'all got anybody that's in hot pursuit of y'all? Now, I ain't talking about no little girl, little boy chasing one of y'all single folks. I'm talking about somebody who is, who is looking for a way to attack you, who is planning against you, who is trying to find a way to attack you, right? I, 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 I mean, I have people that talk behind my back, but I don't think they're really in hot pursuit, right? But even then, we put our trust in God. We, we can't allow fear to grow. Now, listen. I'm not saying that there aren't things in your life that it would be easy to be afraid of. It would not be easy. It is easy to let fear creep in. It is easy. You can take the smallest little thing that's wrong with you, right? Google it, right? 
You can have a hangnail and Google it on WebMD, and you'll have four kinds of cancers and two brain tumors and everything else wrong with you by the time you get finished reading all of this stuff. It is easy to develop fear, right? I mean, you know, have something wrong with you and Google it and see what happens. I mean, you can have all the information you want from the worst. You know, a tenth of a thousandth of one percent had this, and and you're going to die. And that's how fear develops. But what we have to do is we have to control what we believe, right? When we get into those places to where we're being attacked, and it feels like the enemy is coming for us, doggone time went quick. We have to control what we believe and what we listen to and what we hear. And, oh man, I got to get there. <clears throat> oh, I'm skipping some. Oh, where it is? Where it is. Uh, First John, oh no, I didn't write down the scripture. Ah. <laughs> I didn't put down the chapter in the verse. In 1 John, it says that you are to test every spirit. We're supposed to test every spirit. So that means when something comes to you and it's, oh, this is bad or this is terrible or this is great or this is wonderful, we have to test it. See where it lines up with God's word. Right? Because if we allow to just to accept it blindly and come into our heart and we just, yep, that's me. I will take two of it. There you go. I knew she would do it. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but put test to the spirit and see whether they're from God. Many false prophets, many false prophets, many false religions, many false everythings, right? It, the idolatry that we see in the world is incredible right now, what people worship. But what we have to do is test what we're looking at. Understand that what we allow on the inside of us will manifest on the outside of us. And if that's fear, what comes from fear? Worry, anxiety, dread, sickness, disease. We start to isolate ourselves. I mean, if you get scared enough, right, you start to isolate yourself and remove yourself from things. We're supposed to be the light of the world. If you're the light of the world, you cannot be hiding in a corner somewhere. You have to live to who you're supposed to be. So we have to test it whether or not it's from God or not. Granddaddy used to say all the time, right? If God told him to do something he didn't want to do, y'all heard that story, right? Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And God goes, hmm, not so much, Bubba. You, I, not so fast. I still need you to show up and do what I told you to do. When we are careful of what we see... And what we hear, it makes it easier. But when we renew our mind and we study God's word, we become the people who find the seed. We become the people who have the the crop that is developing, right? So we have to focus on who we are and knowing what God's word says about us and not letting the fear creep in, not letting the world change us, right? Here again, I'd rather be hated for the truth than love for a lie. Timothy says in the end, the people's ears will yearn for other teachings and for things that they want to hear. I don't want to tell you what you want to hear. I want to tell you what God wants you to hear. And if you like it, great. And if you don't like it, then that's your business. We we are not, I, I told somebody yesterday, I refuse, I have stance based in biblical principle that I don't care who you're talking to, where I'm at, or who I'm around. My opinion is the same. It lines up with what God's Word says. If you don't like it, talk to Him. I, I, am, I am sorry, it don't change. I would rather be hated for the truth 
than love for a lie. I would rather y'all be the same way. I talked about last week how you, some of we are undercover Christians that people don't even know we Christians and we live in their circles. We have to be the light of the world and we can't do that fearfully. That faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. And in the days where that, that whole careful who you hear, today, all y'all got cell phones. And if you got a smartphone, if you give me a second, I can subscribe you to all kinds of podcasts and you can hear preachers from all over the world preaching the word. You don't have to be on TikTok or Instagram or Face page or whatever. We have it at our fingertips. Yet we are starving for the same information they were starving for. They didn't hardly have the written word, and if they did, they couldn't read it. We have it written, spoken, translated. I saw last week that the Bible app now is in 100 countries and 36, no, 100 languages in 36 countries. 100 languages in 36 countries. It's there. We have it at our fingertips. And what we see on the outside is what we put on the inside. And if you are starving your spiritual man from hearing God's word, then what you look like on the outside is not really who you're supposed to be. You have to make an adjustment and not let fear drive you. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. We live by faith. We walk by faith. We do not walk by fear. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you and praise you for your word. Father, we just lift it up to you right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that it will accomplish what it was sent to do. And we just give you praise and honor and glory for it. In Jesus' most precious name, amen.